Hi, I'm Blake Repine and welcome to Strategy, Leadership and Impact. Hi everybody, welcome back to Strategy, Leadership and Impact. Hope you've been well since the last time you listened in. It's been really busy time lately, been involved with quite a few things, some new opportunities coming up on the horizon it looks like, so very excited about those and hopefully here in the next episode or so I can share those opportunities with you. If you like the podcast, I'd like for you to go ahead, and if this is your first time listening, go ahead and subscribe. And if you've been one of our longtime listeners and even a new listener, make sure you give us a like and give us a review as well. Again, that helps promote the podcast, helps us get it out there to a wider audience, and of course makes the content available for other people who might find it useful. Uh, still excited with how well that my new book, Soldier to Executive, Applying Army Leadership Principles to the Corporate World, has been doing. Um, I've actually had quite a bit of feedback on the book, and so far it's been very positive. Again, thank you very much. If you've had a read, if you bought a copy, downloaded any book, whatever it is, thank you very much. And again, just like the podcast, if you like the book, go on whatever platform you bought it on. Give me a like. Give me a review. Let other people know. That way it helps promote it so they can find it as well. Anyway, I won't waste very much time, and we'll get right into today's topic. I want to talk about why you need a personal value proposition organizations take a lot of time or they should take a lot of time and actually go through their value proposition and how that they present their organization, products, services, whatever it might be to their target market. And their value proposition you know, basically just lets people know what need they're going to meet, what problem they're going to solve, whatever it is in their consumers' lives. Well, if you think of yourself as a, a product or a service, you are a product, uh, you need to understand your value proposition so that whenever you go out to your consumer, your consumer being whatever organization it is that you're going to work for, you need to understand what it is you bring to the table. Whenever I look at the value, you know, your personal value proposition, I kind of break this down into two areas. The first area is you don't have a job or if you're in a job you don't like and you're looking for a new job. Or two, you're wanting to progress in your current job, i.e. pay rise or promotion, whatever it might be. So let's step back and let's look at that looking for a new job. Could be you're in a um, in a role or a job that you, you're really not happy or you feel like you've outgrown it, culture's bad, or you're just not a fit, you're just not challenged anymore, whatever it might be, you've decided to move on and you want to go find a new job. Or in the current environment, there's a number of people who are currently unemployed, looking for a new career or looking for a new job somewhere else. And so you see that as the unemployment numbers rise with certain types of jobs, certain level of jobs, there's actually a high level of applicants. And even at the senior levels and the very high levels in the organizations, there, there's a large number of applicants and you really need to stand out. Within any, any job you apply for, you really want to stand out. You know, I've advertised roles before and received over 200 applications, and I've even advertised roles for a senior executive and gotten, you know, nearly 100 applications of other very well-qualified, very well-experienced senior executives. And with these large number of applicants, you really need to be able to stand out. And sometimes, you know, it's not having a, a very flashy resume, you know, that just catches someone's eye. It's being succinct, being able to really identify what it is you bring to the table and how that applies to that role or that organization, and list those because you know the statistics are or the stats are. You have about a minute to two minutes, depending on where you get your stat from, of time that people take actually reviewing your resume or your cover letter. And so you need to catch their attention really quick. Again, being succinct and understanding what it is you bring to the table and being able to express that in a document such as a cover letter or a resume so that it stands out. 
you know, at least that might get you shortlisted for an interview, and that's a whole other thing. But also, like I just mentioned, it's understanding what you bring to the table. A lot of time, people tend to identify with their role or a title of a previous job or whatever it is. You know, people say, what do you bring to the table? Well, I'm an accountant. Okay, that's your job. That's what you do. Or say, I'm a lawyer. I'm a manager. I'm a leader. Okay, well, that, that's what you do. How do you do it? What do you do that's different? I'll give you an example. In the past, I've advertised for a an accountant at a, a business or a finance manager. Get 100 applicants. They're almost all going to have the exact same qualifications. They're going to be an accountant with a CPA or a chartered accountant, you know, with the number of years experience or within the range or whatever it is that the job has. So they're all the same. They're all exactly the same. So if you're not actually picking out what makes you different from all those other applicants, other than the fact that you're an accountant and the fact that you're a CPA, how have you actually applied those skills and your knowledge to make a difference in an organization? What have you done? How are you unique? And being able to actually pull that out and identify that is incredibly important. So you need to have that personal value proposition. You know, it's taking your, your, your prior achievements or the achievements to date and listing them in a quantified or qualified manner to get them across quickly, very succinct. Because typically your prior achievements are indicative of your future achievements. So they'll see that. You'll see this track record of success, you know, of what you've done, whether, you know, you've increased the organization's net profit by X amount or you've reduced costs by X amount. And whenever you look at this too, you've got to look at it in, in relationship to the actual portfolio. So if you come back, and this is just an example again, and say, well, I saved $5 million for the organization. Now, wow, that sounds like a lot. you know. But if you look and you go, well, you had a billion dollar budget. So $5 million was half of a percent. That's not very much. Then you could probably do that quite easily. If they start to look at things, tell the whole story as well. You know, don't, don't lie, of course, and don't overinflate. You know, whatever it is you're putting on your resume or whenever you're asked about this, because eventually you will get caught. But really, you know, look at that. What sets you apart from every other applicant? Once you identify what sets you apart or what you have achieved, not say what sets you apart from another applicant, what have you actually achieved in quantifying that or qualifying that in those documents, such as your resume and cover letter? how you've actually solved problems for your previous organization. You know, one of them that's on my own resume is I saw a gap in leadership skills. Those soft skills, leadership ability, you know, people were very good technically, but whenever it came to interpersonal skills, emotional intelligence, things like that, it was very low. So I actually developed a leadership development program that went over a six-month period to work with the senior managers in order to develop those leadership skills. And the outcome that we got from that was was quite quite large. It was quite a success. And I've used a number of organizations now. So there again, what was the problem? The problem was a lack of leadership skills. What did I do to solve it for the organization? It shows kind of an entrepreneurial thinking, but also that you're thinking about the organization. How can you apply your own knowledge and skills, but how can you make the organization better? And that kind of brings us up to the next bit, you know, part number two, wanting to progress in your current role. You need to understand your value proposition as well, your personal value proposition, so that whenever you go and you're competing for that promotion or you're asking for that pay rise, whichever one, you need to actually be able to communicate that and articulate that to the powers that be, whoever is the promoting authority, whoever is you know the one that's in charge of giving you a pay rise. Let me just be clear on this. So you have to define what sets you apart from your peers. If you're part of a peer group and you're all competing for the same promotion, or you're all currently on the same pay and you, do, you think that you need more, you need to be able to articulate what sets you apart from them. Why are you the one that, that should be the one that gets the pay rise or the promotion over them? And it's not putting any of them down. And also remember this, being in an organization for a long time, 
does not justify as a promotion or a raise. You know, if you go to someone, you say, I deserve this, this nothing too. You don't deserve anything and the company doesn't owe you anything. So just remember that. But if you go to your boss, supervisor, whatever you want to call them, you say, I deserve this because I've been working hard. Okay. So you've been working hard. So what? So is everybody else. Or you could say, well, I've been working harder than, you know, this person over here. Well, don't compare yourself. Show me why you're why you're different. What have you achieved that they haven't achieved? Just because you've been sitting, showing up every day, sitting at a desk for 10 years longer than everybody else, five years longer than everybody else, is not a justification for promotion or a raise. Because again, value, your salary is a direct reflection of the value that you bring to the organization. Just showing up every day doesn't add value to the organization. So how have you go, gone above and beyond in order to, I guess, justify more? You need to really look at what you've done you need to look at everything you've done and break that down into objective evidence. So you can say that you know you increased efficiencies by X amount in this area. You achieved this where no one else did. You've been recognized so many times as you know that top salesperson. You've been recognized so many times you know for outstanding customer service or whatever it is. You know it could be those awards. You're, you're by Showing these awards and achievements, things like that, you're actually qualifying what you've done by showing percentages of profit that you've driven, percentage, you know, numbers of sales by showing percentages of efficiencies that you approved. You're quantifying what you've done, so you actually need to be able to do that. And so, whenever you go and present that in an objective manner, it actually makes you look very professional as well. Not I deserve this, you owe it to me, things like that. That's not objective. Now I'm going to give you three key tips that you can use. Again, this isn't the be-all, end-all. There's multiple ways you can come up with your own value proposition, but this is just three key tips that I've come up with that you can help in order to get, that can help you in order to get started. So tip number one, quantify or qualify your achievements. Like I said before, break everything down into a dollar amount. Break everything down into a percentage or a ratio. Show awards that you've been given or times you've been recognized, whether it's an award or not. You know, it could be that you were recognized in a newsletter. It could be you were recognized in some other form, whatever it might be. Show what you've done where you've gone above and beyond outside of your current role, whether it be, you know, presenting on behalf of the organization at conferences or you've gone, gone above and beyond in helping your, your fellow employees. You know, whatever it is, just be able to quantify that or qualify that. And the second one is show how you achieved or will achieve where the organization has failed. Again, this is the problem you will solve. Just because you're working in an organization doesn't mean that there's not problems or challenges that come up. But show where either you've done this in the past, where you've taken on the hard jobs that no one else would take on and you achieved an outcome. Or you can actually explain to them, I believe I should do this or be promoted into this role because this is the issues you've had within the past. This is where the companies fell short. And this is how I intend to fix it. A very clear vision around what you're going to achieve. So, and then number three, show how you're unique. Again, going in and saying that accountant in an accounting firm and saying, oh, I'm an accountant. I have a CPA or CA. Well, so does all the other managers. So does everybody else. So what? So how are you unique? What have you done that's different? The same thing too in any any job that you're in. You know, people are going to be managing large budgets. People are going to be involved with large projects. But what have you done that's different? And then a couple of don'ts here I really want to share with you. So a couple of bonus tips, I guess you can say. So one, if you've gone out and you've looked for a new job, but you're wanting to kind of stay where you're at and you have this other job offer on the side, never use a job offer as leverage to get more from your current employer. 
don't go in and say, well, I've been offered this other job for this much money, but I don't want to, I don't want to take it. I'll stay here if you give me this. Well, it was up to me. I tell you, we'll take the other job because I'm not going to match it. I'm not going to go over it. So because if you wanted to stay here, you should have approached me first and talked to me about you know your pay levels and things like that if you weren't happy with it. But the fact that you've actually taken the time to go out and apply for a job, and you've probably been through some interview process in order to get the job offer, then go. So you've already shown that you have one foot out the door. You're not fully committed. Typically, most managers, if you come to them, you show them objectively, this is my justification for more pay or promotion. Then usually you may or may not get it but you actually might start the negotiation process or at least open up the door for your pathway there. And I think too, if you go to your current employer, your supervisor, you say, this is my justification for these things. If I don't get it, I'm leaving. So don't, don't do that. Don't, don't hold it over them and, and use that threat. So I've been, I've had someone come see me before like that. And they said, I deserve a raise because I've been here so long. That was the only justification. They said, if you don't give it to me, I'm going to resign. I just said, look, just make sure it's in writing and I'll respond back to you accepting your resignation. Again, threats, threats never work. You rarely get what you want. There's a way that you can actually go through that negotiation process, get it started, where eventually you probably will get what you want or very close to it. And that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode. So anyway, I'm really curious to see where have you had successes with this? Where have you had failures? What are your thoughts on this topic? Let me know. You can email me at blakerepine at gmail.com. So blakerepine at gmail.com. Or feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search my name, Blake Repine. I put my email and my LinkedIn addresses down in the show notes for you to just click on and, and come straight to. Let me know what you think. Really curious to know. Some of these things, they, they can be quite contentious with certain people. Curious to hear your thoughts. Anyway, have a great week and we'll talk to you again soon.